Welcome to the Wednesday evening, December 30th, 2009 teleconference. Tonight, Dream the Biggest Dream presents Lessons from the Front Line. And our topic for this last call of 2009 is the final piece, closure with grace and honor. Welcome, everyone. I am so pleased that you have created the opportunity to make your way to be here tonight with all of us. This is a very special time. There's a lot going on right now, and it's not just for you and me on this call. The collective consciousness of the world, okay, not of the United States, not of one hemisphere of the other, of the world, is holding a focus right now. The entire mass consciousness is energizing, energizing, feel it, I feel it, it's energizing everything. We're focused on entering the new year. And this really goes across the board. There are millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of people holding an energy about leaving 2009 and moving into 2010. So tonight, my friends, we're going to join into that energy. We're going to embrace that energy, and we are going to add to it. And we're going to do it with unconditional love, unconditional love, and conscious awareness. So this is big. I, I have to express to you that over the years, New Year's, New Year's Eve, the transition from one year to another has played a very big role in my life experience. We would gather at certain places. We used to always go to San Francisco, big group of us, get rooms at the Handlery Hotel at Union Square. A <laughs> couple people on this call remember those times. I have to say that there is a part of me that misses those big, huge events, those Grateful Dead concerts, the Santana concerts, uh, the party in Sedona in uh, 2006 into 2007. Ooh. <laughs> that even just takes my breath away thinking about it. But this year, this year for me, this year for Dr. Dream is very, very conscious. This year, the transitioning into next year is very aware. And I want to read uh, what went out in the email about this call. Uh, we are nearing, very near, the end of the year. 2009 has been quite the year. I have one strong desire regarding this, and that is to end the year with grace. I can only speak for myself. So much has taken place over the last 12 months. So many experiences that became lessons. So many opportunities for growth. And for me in my life, many transitions. My dog Delilah, my marriage, and my father. Many of you have been with me through much of this. I have actively processed and focused my attention as needed. And in preparation for the new year, I'm ready to bring closure to what will soon be last year. 
<laughs> it feels so good. So in this time we have together tonight, we're going to accomplish a couple of things. One thing that I think is very important for me to share with you is a process for closing out 2009 and for entering 2010. Now, many of you have been on this call before. Several of you have been active participants in this call over the years. One of the things that just about all of you know about me is I like to keep it simple, <laughs> okay? And so this process is a beautiful process. It's a simple process. And, and I want to share that with you. Before we go into the actual process, I just want to talk a little bit about about how, how I look at this past year. I, I, I put this announcement out on Facebook, and I got, um, I got one message back from someone that said that, um, you know, sending me their condolences for, based on what I just read to you about the transitions of Delilah and my marriage and my father. And it was interesting to me because actually it was condolences for my losses. I should actually look it up, but I'm not going to because those of you that know me know that I'm doing the Dr. Dream shuffle um, around my sanctuary right now. So I'm not near anything that I can read. But it was uh, condolences for my losses. And this is a lovely person that sent this to me. But it occurred to me that they mistook or their perception of what I was sharing was from a place that I didn't think particularly served them. But more to the point, I don't think it particularly served me. So I had a reply. Because what it made me feel like, as I sat there and read it, I knew that this person had good intentions. As I sat there and read condolences for my losses, I had to go back immediately to the message I sent out. I read it again. And I thought about Delilah. And I thought about my marriage. And I thought about my father. And it occurred to me that I could not consider any of those losses. It wasn't in my energy. It wasn't in my field. It, that, that word, the connotation of what comes up from that word didn't make sense to me. I thought losses. I thought to my dog, Delilah. I thought, loss, I gained so much in my over seven years with her. I learned so much in that seven years with her, there was no way that I could consider her transition a loss. Yes, she wasn't here in form with me anymore. There's a part of me, several parts of me that she touched that could and would and forever will never be the same. My friends, that is not a loss. I thought back to my marriage. I thought back to the experiences that I had with her. I thought back to the moment that we met. And then the moments that made up our life together 
until we chose to transition that relationship. It filled me. Those thoughts filled me up. I felt good inside. Again, hardly could consider that a loss. What a tremendous opportunity for growth. And I took advantage of that opportunity. What a tremendous opportunity to feel a love that I had not ever, ever, ever felt before. I carry that with me. When I talk about unconditional love, that relationship, that marriage, helped me know about unconditional love as I know of it right now in this moment. Hardly a loss. And then I thought to my father, "Mm, my father, my entire life with him until April 18th of this year. So much came up when I thought about him. There's no loss there. Absolutely no loss. This man lives big and bright within me every single moment that makes up my day, that makes up my week, that makes up my month, that makes up the rest of my life. So I responded back to this man on Facebook who had such good intentions and I said that I had to share with him that I could hardly consider any of that losses. They were all on the gain side for me. My friends, isn't it just perception and perspective that allows us to be the best that we can be? Isn't it just perception and perspective that allows us to transform anything? Don't we always, and I spell that A-L-W-A-Y-S, and then in my next sentence, don't we always, as two words, A-L-L, new word, W-A-Y-S, have the ability to look at the coin from two different perspectives? This is the beauty of how we are and how we can make things work and how we can continue to expand into the beauty of what this life is all about. And so my first question for you, what is it? in your life that it would serve you better to look at the other side of the coin? What is it in your life that would assist you in becoming the fullness of who you truly came here to be by transforming your perception and perspective. It's very timely for us to be having this conversation. It's very timely because we're closing out a year. We get to 
think about things a little bit. We get to do a little bit of extra processing of what our experience has been about in the last year. Mm, what else are we doing? We're closing out a decade. The first decade of the 21st century. It allows us to look back over the last 10 years. And let's clean things up a little bit. Let's bring some closure to 2009 and to the first decade of the 21st century. And let's bring this closure with grace and with honor. Why? Why, Dr. Dream? Why are we talking about grace and honor? Can't we just close it out and move on? Haven't we all done that? We think we're closing it out. Maybe instead we're sweeping it under the carpet a little. I don't know. I woke up one day and I looked under the carpet. Actually, I didn't look under the carpet, but I looked over in that area of the figurative room of who I am. And I saw that the carpet was way up off the ground. <laughs> and I said, it's time to get everything out from under the carpet. So I can't sweep anything under the carpet anymore. No. It's about processing it. It's about looking at our experiences in the face, in the eyes, and loving them and honoring them and knowing that there is divine perfection in everything in all aspects of our experience, in all aspects of who we are. It does not mean that you have to completely understand it. When you honor something, you're holding space for it. You're allowing it that space. And then your perspective and your perception is one of divine grace. Think about your life in the last year. Think about your life in the last 10 years. Are there aspects of you, of your experience, that no longer serve you, that you continue to hold on to? That's what I'm working with right now. Today was a cloudy, sort of wet, rainy day in Southern California. I had several opportunities to do things away from my sacred space today. And I chose to stay in my space. I chose to circle my figurative wagons, pull my energy together, be focused, be with me. I spoke a little bit ago about what goes on this time of year. 
we spoke earlier this month from about Thanksgiving on about the energy that happens this time of year. It's a very powerful time. We can do, and it is suggested that we do our work, our personal development, our personal growth work all year long. Absolutely. But there's something about this time of year when it's not just pockets of us focusing our energy. It's not just groups of us looking at our lives and looking forward with a positive energy. It's masses of us doing it right now. Right now in another part of the world, it is nearing the new year. This energy right now abounds throughout this world. Now, it's available for each of us to tap into. It is available for each of us to share, to put our energy into that pool of incredible energy that's happening. And it's about Gandhi quote, be the change that you want to see in the world. So we talk about looking at 2009. We talk about looking at this past decade. And let's bring ourselves into alignment with what our experience is. I know that there's some couples on the phone tonight. Take an opportunity, turn off the music, dim the lights, sit next to each other holding hands, looking into each other's eyes, and talk about this past year, talk about this past decade. Bring yourself into alignment with what your experience has been. Drop some baggage. Take this opportunity now to let go of what doesn't serve you. Embrace your relationship Embrace everything it means to the two of you and take the opportunity to focus on what does serve you, what your desires are, what energies you want to further magnify, how you choose to be further empowered. how you choose to consciously create your experience. Those of us that are in our space with ourselves, create that sacred space for you. Get comfortable. I start off by looking in a mirror and looking into my eyes and absolutely, unconditionally loving myself. The kind of love that only you can give to you. It ends with me giving me a great big smile. <laughs> and then I think about everything. And I allow it to come up as it needs to come up. And I wrap it up with unconditional love. I embrace it 
with unconditional love and understanding. And I let go of it. And then I tap into my dreams, my desires, my bliss. (laughs) Oh, and I feel it. And I energize it. And I know, I know that all of that is there for me right now. And that becomes my perspective. That becomes the perception that serves me and my highest good. Before we move into the actual process, the mechanics of this very simple process, I do have some quotes for us. There is a quote that I particularly like. I'm doing a lot of work here locally out of a healing center called Ginger's Garden, Orange County Wellness Center. The lotus flower is one of the symbols for Ginger's Garden. Ginger is an actual person, a most incredible being. Feels so good for me to be invoking her right now in this call because of what she has meant to me as the pinnacle piece of who she is and what she has created for this community. But I read this quote, and it is not attributed to anyone. And all I could think of is, well, I'll read it. A new year is unfolding like a blossom with petals curled tightly, concealing the beauty within. Isn't that incredible imagery for the new year? A very tight, beautiful bud of a flower that starts to loosen up that starts to open and reveal the absolute beauty of all that is 2010. A quote from Edith Lovejoy Pierce, (laughs) fabulous middle name, Lovejoy. All right. The quote is, we will open the book. Its pages are blank. We are going to put words on them ourselves. The book is called Opportunity. And its first chapter is New Year's Day. I have a quote that is my own quote about life and referring to it as a book. My quote is, I don't know what happens between now and the end of the book, but I do know that the last chapter is unconditional love, and I will meet you there. And I love that quote. And what Edith said here about the book being called Opportunity and its first chapter is New Year's Day. Again, such wonderful imagery to lead us into the blank slate that the new year can allow for us. 
T.S. Eliot from his poem, Little Gidding, said, for last year's words belong to last year's language and next year's words await another voice. And to make an end is to make a beginning. Hmm. Touches me. To make an end is to make a beginning. One door closes so another door can open. We've heard that. That is the transition from one year to the next. That is the transition of so many aspects of our lives. Sometimes a door closes and we weren't ready for it and we didn't really want it to close, but it did. But my friends, don't forget that that only, only happens so the next door can open. I do like this next one. Kind of got me a little chuckle. Bill Vaughn says, an optimist stays up until midnight to see the new year in. A pessimist stays up to make sure the old year leaves. Okay, that was fun. I like to have fun. I'm so happy that we get to have fun tonight. The end of the year, the end of the decade. I want to talk to you about this process. Process of going from one year to the next. The end of one cycle and the beginning of a new one. I keep talking about what a powerful time it is right now for all of us, for mass consciousness, for millions and millions of beings that chose to be here right now. And I want to keep talking about it because I want you to tap into that. We are all in this together. You are not alone. There are certain times of year where that is heightened. This is one of those times. So the first step in this process is the releasing or letting go of what does not serve us, of what is no longer a part of who we are. what you wish to complete, what you wish to let go of. So what I want you to do to take a piece of paper, and you can take a piece of scratch paper first, because there may be some brainstorming involved in this step. I want you to start writing down those things that you want to release or let go of. I want you to write, write down what comes to you. But in the end, I just want you to choose one, two, or maximum three of, of these items. And I want you to write those down on a special piece of paper. As an example, if you're wanting a new relationship, but you're holding on to an old relationship, it's time to let go of that. Whatever it is that no longer serves you. And my friends, you are the only one that knows the answer to that. Whatever it is, you are now ready to let go of. You have that answer. You don't need to look outside yourself for any of this. You have it all available to you. So choose a maximum of three things. Write it on a piece of paper. Look at it. Read it. Feel it. 
and know that you're letting go of it. And then what I want you to do is burn it. I want you to burn safely burn it, however that is. If you have a fireplace, if you have, um, you know, one of those broiler pans and you can burn it and drop it in there, whatever it is, because you're sending it back to the energy of all that is. You are releasing it. You are letting it go. Just talking about it and sharing this with you, I feel that energy. I feel the beauty of this process. Now, I want you to ask yourself a question. What would you like to attract or manifest in the new year? What is it that is your heart's desire to bring into your life, to experience? Again, maybe take a piece of scratch paper and do a little brainstorming. And then, same as the last one, I want you to pick two or three of the items that you put on the list. Remembering that it is so powerful now as even the earth is starting a new beginning. Just past the solstice, that the, the everything is in alignment with a new beginning right now. You're not just supported by you in your world. In this process right now, you are supported by mass consciousness. Feel it. This is the energy that so magnifies what we're doing with this. So I want you to write down your two or three items on a piece of paper. And I want you to sit, I want you to read it, and I want you to feel it. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to see it. What does it feel like? What does it feel like physically? What does it feel like inside of you? What does it feel like? being manifest in your life. I want you to hold on to that. And I want you to bless it. And I want you to thank God, thank the universe, thank all that is for allowing this into your life. And then I'd like you to find a special place for you to keep this paper. Maybe you have an altar set up. Maybe you have a little box, a special box, a special area that's your area that no one messes with. If you don't have it, go ahead and create one. And I want you to put that piece of paper there because it's sacred. I want you to do this process every year because what you will find is exactly what you have asked for. We get whatever it is that we energize. We let go Whatever it is, we de-energize. My friends, play the game with me because it's not really a game. It's fun and it's reality. I have a poem that I found from William Arthur Ward. 
I'd like to share this with you. Another fresh new year is here. Another year to live, to banish worry, doubt, and fear, to love and laugh and give. This bright new year is given me to live each day with zest, to daily grow and try to be my highest and my best. I have the opportunity once more to right some wrongs, to pray for peace, to plant a tree, and sing more joyful songs. My dear, dear friends, I thank you so much for being part of my experience this year, this decade, some of you well beyond this decade. But really, I thank you for showing up in each of the moments for me. You give me more than you can ever really know. I bless you with all that is me. And I ask each day to be able to give to you all that you need all that serves both our highest good. I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, no, I'm not yet. There's one more thing for me to share with you. I'm going to step... I'm opening my sliding door, and I'm stepping out onto my deck. And I have a sculpture here. It's a big bronze sculpture of a very powerful dragon. He's got incredibly muscular arms. He's got scales, beautiful scales, and a very proud chest. And he's, he's obviously a powerful dragon. But all you have to do is look at him and know that he's a very loving dragon. And in his hand, in his clawed hand, is the world. And he's looking at it with his head cocked a bit at an angle. And he's pointing at it with his other hand. And on his other hand is a dragonfly. This is real. This came into my possession several years ago when I was involved with the sculptor, a very incredibly connected, amazing being while she was sculpting this. We were friends, and some of my input created the final touches of what this dragon is. His name is Douglas, and the title of this piece and he's big, he's a couple hundred pounds. The title of this piece is Douglas, New Beginnings. And I want to tell you what it means to me. As he looks at the world with the dragonfly on his hand, the dragonfly symbolizing new beginnings, this is a sculpture of hope and of beauty for where we are going as a mass consciousness, as the collective of beings that have chosen to all be here together. New beginnings, my friends. Don't get caught up in the news. Don't get caught up in anything but the positive, beautiful, vibrant, enlivened energy 
of what is truly happening here for all of us. And that is new beginnings. Now I'm going to unmute the lines. This is your opportunity to share something, to serve our highest good, share something about this time, about your experience. And you, my friends, are on. Hi, Dorothy. Hello. Great call, Hello. Mark. It's Julie. Hey, Julie. Great, amazing New Year call. So glad that you made it to this call tonight. I had to make it to this call. How beautiful is that? Thank you so much. So that was good. Got to start the new year out right. Anybody else this evening? It's okay to be shy. (laughs) Okay, I'm here. Kay from Newport Beach and a friend of Ginger's Garden. And um, I'm so excited about these calls because they help me process. You know, a lot of times so much is going on and you're intaking so much information all the time and you find yourself caught up in habit patterns. And so it's nice when you get a new... A new perspective. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kay. I love your energy, and I love you so much for all that um, you've brought to me in the short time but made up of so many magnificent moments and um, what it means to me with our connection at Ginger's Garden. So thank you so much. Looking forward to the celebration tomorrow night. Yes, me too. <laughs> Anybody else this evening? Hi, it's Marshall from San Juan. Hello, Marshall. Yeah, I agree the topic. I mean, I've been doing a lot of processing myself. I mean, I think I do every time this year, like you said, a lot of people do. But a really good reminder to get focused. And uh, I like the the three focus on three things. Um, I don't know, it was a good it was a good touchstone kind of kind of call for me. Excellent. I'm so glad that you were on tonight's call. And if you, I know I sent you an invite for tomorrow night. If you don't have other plans or you want to bring a whole mass of people with you, we're going to be celebrating and then having an all night slumber party. I got that. Is that at Ginger's Garden? Yes, it is. I'll send it to you. Um, I'll send it to you again. Oh, great. Thank you. Anybody else this evening? Hey, hey, Mark, Chris, and Eddie. Obviously, we're at a huge turning point. Thanks for the encouragement to let go of the past and move on with the future. Thank you. I love it that you guys are so close. And of anyone that's on the call tonight, you two are like this centerpiece for me with these calls because you've been a part of these calls for longer than anyone has. You've, you've been on the calls with me when it's just been you and me on the calls. And, um, and Chris, thank you so much for, for being the catalyst for getting these calls on iTunes and, and on 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 the internet because they have this energy now has touched so many more people um, than I thought possible, and um, I'm so grateful that you are that much closer to me. Of course, you're right there in my heart with me, but now physically you're also that much closer. And um, what a beautiful aspect for me entering this new year. Thank you so much. I have one other story just very quickly. I talked to a friend yesterday. This is um, a friend from the calls, 
and um, been part of a lot of process together with me um, and has not always gone through the easiest times this year. Um, lots of things that would throw anyone off kelter. Um, the, the passing of a parent, um, tough, tough financial times, um, you know, no longer a car, all this stuff. I mean, just really stuff that, that anyone would just have the opportunity to crumble, would have the opportunity to hit a downward spiral. This person called me yesterday and shared that. Did you get it now? that things are happening for them, um, including a job uh, that's coming about um, into six figures, over six figures. And this person said to me, um, in addition to thanking me, which just touched me to no end, said, don't ever, ever give up. No matter what it is, no matter what you're dealing with, don't ever give up. And I talk about having the faith, having the belief, and holding on to the inner knowing. This person is the poster child of that. I don't know if they're on the call tonight. They, they do not need to say anything because I just wanted to relate this part of the story because it's so beautiful and such a beautiful reminder for any of us for all of us, for each of us, of how it really, really works. And this person never once, in all my phone calls or anything else, was anything but positive, no matter what it was. Car being repossessed, out of a place to live. This person always, always was positive. I just want to share that with you. Anyone want to say anything? Because otherwise, I'm going to do my little closing. Happy, happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year to all of you. I just, I just have such tremendous love for each of you. For those of you that I know are on the call right now. For those of you that I'll realize later are on the call right now. And for those of you that are on the call right now, and consciously, I'll never be aware of it. Um, I honor you. I have an unlimited wellspring of unconditional love for each of you and for all that is, was, and will be. Happy New Year to you, my friends. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Lots of love. Good night. Good night.